actually show 69 since we started this back in August of 2010 or since we've been off the air for quite a while and we're just now getting started again we could this call this show number one or show number two because last week we did an RT60 any rate this is Denny Reese and I'm glad to be here with you tonight we've got a couple of interviews I think you're gonna be very interested in and you know how Wonder Maggie in the air goes you just never know what you're gonna get but you're gonna get something entertaining I promise you that Welcome to Wander Mag on Air with this interview we're doing and uh, I have Travis Thompson of Grayville with me. Now a lot of our listeners are going to know who he is and I'm not going to go into too much detail. I'm going to let him talk about his life and what he's up to now. And uh, he's, first of all Travis, before we start this interview, we're doing this on Father's Day. I want to say Happy Father's Day to you. You are a father. Yes. How many? Father two. Two. Okay. got a boy and a girl. Now you need to be, you're, I'm sure you're very proud of them. Yes. They're your future, they're our future. We need to take care of our, our yes, kids. I would agree. And I want to ask you a first question on my list here, Travis, and we're just going to be informal if we can be. Um, you're a very civic-minded individual. You're obviously concerned with the betterment of your community. How did this interest in civic affairs come about? Oh, it came about at an early age. Uh, my parents were the leaders of the GAA for many years, um, so they served for the betterment of the, the youth in our community. Um, they've been role models in my life and I've tried to follow in their footsteps as far as volunteering. Um, I have coached Pony League, I've coached T-Ball, I'm currently serving as the zoning board chairman. Um, I've been a volunteer firefighter for 10 years, which I'm currently serving as the fire chief. Um, I want what's best for Grayville because I've lived here my entire life and have a great sense of pride for our community. 
Mm -hmm. uh, my wife and I have chose to raise our kids here, and so the, the better that Grable is, the better for my kids. Well, you family. listed all everything you've done in your short life, which you know, you're in your 20s, I assume. Uh, 30. You're 30. Uh, you have done a lot for this town, and I hope people do appreciate it. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about what you plan to do in the future. But uh, I want to discuss something else that's very dear to your heart. You put a lot of commitment in this little Wabash Fire Department. And I know you, a few months ago, did everything you could to help me, and I was able to salvage some things because of your efforts. Um, tell us about the department, how important it is, not just to you, but to everyone in Grayville and this area, and what do you like to see in its future? All right. Uh, the fire department is very close to my heart. We currently have 20 members which is the most that we've had in several years. That's good. Uh, we have been more active in the community um, than ever before, as long as I've been on there. I've been on there for 10 years. Um, we had the uh, Easter egg hunt. We've had that for two years. Um, we've had open houses, safety events. We just held our second annual Father's Day Fishing Derby up at, yes, the, about that. at the park. Um, we increased this year from the previous year. Uh, it is a very important asset to the community because we respond when people need us the most. Um, whether it be a fire, whether it be a wreck, um, we're seeing people on their, at their worst times, unfortunately, for the most part. Uh, we are just neighbors trying to, to help out as best as we can. Um, the future, I feel, is very bright with a little hard work. Uh, fun, we have some fundraising efforts that's going to be taking place in the near future because tax money alone does not fund the fire department. Um, we have some outdated equipment that we need to replace and we currently do not have the funds uh, with us to be able to to replace those. I want to mention too and I think I'm right in saying this anyone who lives in Grayville if there's a need and you have to come to their house and you know it's it's a free service right there yes. no one's ever billed for putting out a fire correct the only people that are billed are um, if we have a motor vehicle accident mm -hmm. and they live outside of our district okay so even if um, you own ground on at the mile marker 120 because we go all the way to mile marker 119 and a half on mm -hmm. i-64 so if you own ground at 120 and we're called out there you're still not billed so mm -hmm. it is just solely taxes except for what we bring in off of uh, MVAs. Well, thank you for adding that. And I want to discuss another matter, and this may not be something everyone knows yet. I mean, I know you've started a Facebook page, but it's politics. And you recently made a somewhat surprising announcement, announced you were running for local office. Would you state for us here on Wander Mag on Air what that decision was? Uh, after careful consideration, thought, and prayer, I announced several months ago through the Facebook campaign, as you mentioned, that I was pleased to announce my intention to run for mayor oral office for Grayville in 2019. Well, congratulations on that decision. Thank you. Um, anything else you'd like to add something later on that? Uh, yeah, we can. Okay, uh, because I got some questions obviously go along with that. From your standpoint, what is the major issue facing the city right now? Oh, I would say the most pressing issue is the money or lack thereof. Um, the most recent budget that was passed, they were $95,000 in the, in the deficit. Mm -hmm. uh, you cannot survive on a deficit that is $95,000 in all every year. 
Um, I'm sure that you and all the listeners will think that I was going to mention the water situation. We've asked probably where people were going now. With that. Um, but you, if you do not have the money, you cannot work on your other you issues. You cannot fix the problem. So we have to we have to come up a way with getting funds, whether it be through grants, whether it be through uh, fundraising, whether it be through um, not raising taxes. Mm-hmm. That's never a good option when you are talking about a poor community like ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Let me ask you this. Do you think this is, uh, I would not think it was just confined to Grayville. I think there's probably a lot of small towns right now facing the same problem. Yeah, as you look on the news, you see multiple areas affected by dirty water um, or non-clean drinking water, let's put it that way. And that may come in this next question. I'll ask you if there's any issues that run close second or third as uh, far as being important. Well, the, second, would... the second issue would be the dirty water. Um, we've been experiencing that for a long time. Uh, in an effort to fix this issue, I believe it is important to come up with a plan. Um, you would need to announce that plan to the citizens so they are aware of that plan as well. Uh, then, when you go about fixing the issue, it needs to be started from the beginning of the process and worked all the way throughout the end. Uh, one of the goals would need to be to update the city's infrastructure, which uh, the pipes here in town for the most part are 100 years old mm-hmm. so there needs to be some type of plan whether it be every year that we do a little bit at a time to eventually get it updated mm-hmm. um, then that's what we would have to do but it's very important to announce the plan set goals and then go forth with it now i want to ask you a question uh, i don't know if you've talked to people about this i'm sure the water situation yes uh, where i lived and where i live now I've never really seen the water where it was discolored or anything, but is it maybe certain parts of town that's worse than others? Um, That would be something that we would need to look into. Uh, They should have a, I would assume that they should have a map of the water lines that's coming from the wells to the the, uh, water tower and where it disperses Mm -hmm. and see if which lines is dictating that it be brown. Mm -hmm. And if it is certain lines only, then we need to look at those lines and update them the quickest or find out what the problem is with those lines. Did you have a third issue you might want to add? Um, well, the third issue I think goes hand in hand with the the water is, incre- is updating the infrastructure of the city as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the city is stuck in the 1970s as far as infrastructure. Um, you know, if we want to improve Grayville, make better Grayville better, then we have to improve it from the foundation. And right now our foundation is not strong in my personal opinion. I think that's where the, you're getting it from a younger perspective too, I think, because a lot of things have been in place for so many years and not nothing against anybody, but I think a lot of people don't want, they don't like change. Yes. And sometimes change is necessary. Yes, I would agree. Now, you, I, this is not on the list either, but uh, I assume you've been going to a lot of meetings council meetings um, yeah I have learn, learning what it's all about yes I have um, I've missed the last couple couple or three um, one I think my wife was sick or something and that couple mm-hmm. of them slipped my mind but it wouldn't be because you're such a busy person yeah <laughs> yeah yeah 
but I have been going, have been seeing what takes place, um, and I'm always being the fire chief. You're always looking for improvement. You're always looking for to better yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that I can gain knowledge on to better myself, if I was not to win the mayor oral, still better myself for the fire department. I think you'll be, be you'll be able to better yourself just for running because you're gonna you're gonna find a lot of things out while you run for office and talk to a lot of people. I'm sure you're gonna get out and talk to as many people as you can. Yes, the plan is to go door to door. So my next question is what one of the big problems everywhere it seems is how do you get the public involved to where they actually want to help the community? I believe it is very important for the success of a community to have involvement from as many individuals as possible from all stages and walks of life. Um, I believe we need to work towards getting the youth more involved. Now, there's a couple ways that I have that I think that you could do that. <clears throat> you could contact like the uh, baseball, basketball, cheerleading, softball, and clubs at the high school, you know, the mm-hmm. coaches and the club uh, leaders at the high school to try to get those people involved, whether it be mandatory, you know, four hours, mm-hmm. And then make sure it's publicized that we're going to have like a work day, a cleanup day, or whatever, and try to get those people involved at 16, 17, 18. Then they may be able to stay involved at 25, 30, 35, right. and so on. And then there's also you could contact the churches, get um, members of their church to try to get involved, have it organized have it publicized where everybody can know it, not just in the paper, but also on the Facebook page that I would plan to create for the city, mm-hmm. um, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media needs to be, because that's what the young kids are looking at. That's, not, that's where they're looking today for their news. Yes, they're not going out and buying the Navigator, unfortunately, to get their news. They're getting it from Facebook mm-hmm. or Twitter. Or, or the internet itself yes. which hopefully what maybe our show you know. yes yes now, i want to ask you now that might answer my question but you know you so many young people when they graduate school they leave town is what do you do is there a way to keep them here or, or maybe what you just said is part of that yeah a couple things i think in order to keep the kids once they graduate here there has to be job opportunity some of that is dictated by the city some of that's dictated by the state um you know I've seen where a Coca-Cola bottling company up north was moving out of Illinois and going to Iowa and lost 147 jobs in the community. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be uh, devastating for our area if Champ was to leave, something to that effect. Um, but the cost of living has to be, right. you know, has to be low enough for them to want to stay here as well. We can't price our residents out. Uh, we can't increase fees. Um, unnecessarily let's put it that way um, that when so many people in Grayville is on a fixed income we have to be able to think about them as well because the property taxes are high which is all in Illinois from what I gather you've researched this I'm sure yes Uh, from what I gather the property taxes are high all the way around but there's if they moved to Mount Carmel, why is Mount Carmel better than Grayville? It's only right. 20 minutes away. So we need to work at trying to keep them here. Um, one idea would be having incentives for businesses in Grayville to hire Grayville people. 
Uh, I think Evansville implemented this policy. Evansville or some t other town in Indiana uh, uh, implemented this policy where a certain percentage of workers from that town work there, they get a break on whether it be water, you know, we could give them a, a fraction of a break on the water and allow them to hire Grayville people. We have ample amount of opportunity out there at the interstate. I was getting ready uh, to ask, I was getting ready to say that. I think Grayville sits, it just, it sits off the interstate. It's, it's a perfect location. Yes. Uh, I think that for the longest time, even though the development has started, I think for the longest time it has set underdeveloped uh, for whatever reason. You know, is it because we don't uh, have the proper infrastructure to to accommodate some of the businesses. I don't see why there's not a uh, fast food restaurant out there. And I have heard- Well, I keep hearing rumors that there will be, then nothing ever seems to materialize, so I don't Right, know. I have heard uh, that one particular business from uh, Fairfield is thinking about moving yeah. a- Ch Moving location. A chain, a chain here. Okay. Let me ask you this, um, because you've obviously stayed here, you're a bright young man, you can probably go anywhere and live. Not just because this is your hometown, but what do you feel are the benefits of living in a small town? Oh, I believe there's many benefits. Uh, one would be everyone knows everyone yes. uh, for the most part. Um, you know, when I was younger, if we went to one person's house, everybody came to that house mm -hmm. and it was like, if their mom or dad stayed home during the summer, not that they were babysitting, it was just a place to hang yeah, out. And safe. Safe yeah. place, yes. Um, it's like one big family when people are in need for the most part they come together whether it be financially or be time given to help people recover from their loss i can testify to that um there's people in town that has volunteered numerous of hours whether it be the grayville beautification committee mm -hmm. whether it be the grayville days committee um you know you have the lions club you have the moose lodge that does a lot of things in the town that are they're volunteering their time to try to help the town become better a better Grayville is better for all of us i've seen that same thing here it just seems like there's something here that's just a spirit that you may think at your lowest point you may think no one cares and all of a sudden they, people come out of everywhere just just to offer help or you know what can we do yeah and it's amazing and that that's uh that's when, Grayville. yes that's uh when i took fire chief we had eight people mm -hmm. uh, Eight people was on we worked hard we you know talked to people here's what our plan is and then as they seen the improvements that were taking place in the training and the hours put in they wanted to become part of it and now as I mentioned earlier we're 20 20 people strong so uh, we're just about to reach the end of the interview uh, again I want to thank you for taking time out of your Sunday to come over and talk no uh, I'm going to give you a, your three-minute pitch if you want that much time. You don't have to talk that long. I'm just going to turn it over to you. I'm not going to interrupt until when it's, you know, 180 seconds or so. You get your point across. So you can begin anytime you want to, and I'll be, I'll sit here and listen. All righty. Well, I am a proud Grable resident for all my life. I graduated from Grable in 2006, uh, graduated from USI with a... Uh, bachelor in science and elementary education in 2014. Four years ago, I married Ashley, uh, and we have two kids together, Brooklyn, age four, and Ethan, age three, or age two. 
<laughs> and throughout my life, I've been committed to Grayville, as we've discussed earlier. Um, I've actively served for the Little Wabash Fire Department. I'm currently their fire chief. I'm currently the um, chairman of the zoning board for Grayville, for the city of Grayville. Um, my largest impact on the community to date has not only been coaching T-ball, coaching Pony League for, uh, I coached Pony League for seven years. I coached American Legion Baseball up at Albion that had Grayville kids on it. Um, but I've been the, the fire chief for the last two years. And since I became fire chief, we have earned grants from the Firefighters Charitable Foundation. Um, we have found a grant to provide smoke alarms for the entire Wells Elementary students uh, for each family. Um, we got grants for two pairs of structural fire boots. We got a $5,000 grant from Toyota for towards extrication equipment. Um, we became one of 23 fire departments in the state of Illinois to become part of the Be Alarm program, which uh, gives out 24 free smoke alarms on a continuous basis for as long as we need them. Um, we have worked hard as far as improving uh, many of the things, whether it be SCBAs, pipe poles, helmets, whatever. Um, we've added community events that I would hope to transform into the mayor office as well to try to get more people involved in the community. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we did the, the fishing, Father's Day fishing. We did a community CPR event that was for free. Um, we have, what else did we do? Oh, the Easter egg hunt that we had that give out many of the prizes. Now, there are many reasons as to why I'm running for the office of, of mayor. I want to see my children and fellow residents grow up in a safe and healthy environment that they are proud to call home. I also feel that the town has a lot to offer, but like most small towns in our area, there's some update, updating that needs to be taken place. Um, we must adjust to 2018 and not be stuck back in the old age uh, we have to attract visitors and future residents that will boost our economy and grow our resources. We do that by getting the newer people or the younger people to move in or stay here as they become um, successful members of society. Uh, we must spark interest as well in the younger people about community loyalty, um, which the, the events that I think that I have planned that could take you know, whether it be like you go to, you hear about Princeton, they have a community cleanup day in, in the spring. Everybody meets together, they paint what needs to be painted, clean clean up the streets and what, you know, to make Grayville a better place, make Grayville a cleaner place and more beautiful for when people pass by and they want to stop here to spend their money. I know if I'm elected, my job will not be easy, but it will take great effort. I put in effort at the fire department and I put in the same effort as the mayor. Um, some of my goals, not, not only have what we have mentioned, but I have talked to another fellow resident who also plans to run for city council um, about having two centralized uh, playground, playgrounds, one up at the park and one at the depot. Uh, Grayville has three public areas that are, um, should be kept beautiful that people attend as a family, and that is the park, the depot, in the library if we was to have 
one centralized location for the park and one centralized location for the depot. It would be where they would have multiple things to be able to do, not just one slide, not just one swing. They'd be able to do spend two hours and still have things to do at this. Um, my wife being from Highland, we've when we've taken the kids over there, we go to parks and it's just amazing how much a little effort and a little fundraising can go towards and make it nice. Even though there's more people over that, that way, mm -hmm. uh, there we went to Breeze and there was like, I bet there was 40 people in the park playing on the playground. Uh, you can travel over to New Harmony, right. who's a small town, and look at their playground. Their playground, um, we just happened to stumble up on it. I forgot that it was there. We went to get pizza at the Yellow Tavern, and we stumbled up on it. And I'm like, we'll have to take the kids here. Um, the, the main thing is to get the younger people involved. Um, I think it's time for, time for change. Um, I think it's time for new ideas from the younger community, or the younger generation, because this is going to be our community in the next 30 years as we grow older. It's just however we want to see it, um, what we want to do about it, it's really up into, up into our hands. Um, well, you've got some amazing ideas, and I, I want to say, um, you know, we can't really completely endorse anyone here on the show, but... Uh, you really sound like you've got it all together. And the, anyone running for mayor or any office, we extend the same invitation to them. I've, I've interviewed our current mayor uh, in the last few years. I don't know if he even plans to run or not. I have not heard who. But uh, you will. When is the election? Next year? Uh, yeah, next April. Next April. So Unless there's more than two running for mayor. Yeah, have a primary. Have a primary. So. But I know that there's some... I've talked to some good candidates about running for city council as well. So, some people that are involved in the community, some people that are um, bright-minded for the community. Well, keep up the good work, Travis, and been good talking to you. All right, I appreciate it. Everyone loves the Andy Griffith Show. Hi, this is Mark McCain, formerly of 96 Rocks Wake Up Crew, inviting you to join me as I host A Touch of Mayberry on Saturday, June 30th at Calhoun's Gym Theater. You know, all the ladies loved Sheriff Andy Taylor, but no one more than Charlene Darling, Maggie Peterson. She will be there with us, along with Ronnie Shell, who played Duke Slater on Gomer Pyle USMC and has had just an incredible career as a comedian. Of course, A Touch of Mayberry is a family-friendly show, so uh, come on down. For info and tickets, call the Gem Theater at 706-625-3132 or go to info at calhoungemtheater.org. There will also be an autograph session, so be sure to get your little piece of history from these great shows. Again, it's Saturday, June 30th, 7 p.m. at Calhoun's Gem Theater. This is Mark McCain, and I hope to see you there. We're presenting an abbreviated version of our show this time around because a planned interview with the developer and owner of the new Westwood Recreational Center right off Interstate 64 near Grayville couldn't be done soon enough for broadcast. There is an extended invitation that goes out to these entrepreneurs to come on to our show and describe this exciting new addition to our community anytime they want to come on. For those of you who don't know, Westwood is a huge RV campsite 
designed like an old west ghost town. They have a saloon, restaurant, mercantile, ice cream parlor, log cabins to rent, and what every western town needs, a mini golf course. Festus would be proud, or as he might say, get it in the right hall. Quit singing. Well, I'll tell you why I quit. Because you ain't a playing in the same hall that I'm a singing in. That's why. Well, now, if I can find what hall you're singing in, I'll pick it. Well, that's harder than I'd slam a door. Ha, ha. That's the hall I'm singing in. Cause a pot of greasy greens is my desire. I don't know why I'm doing this, but anyhow, I'm buying. Hello, Miss Kitty. You ought to give a fuller one, and a man could have a seizure over a shock like this. Well, if it bothers you all that much, I'll just take it back. Hold on now. I couldn't let you do a thing like that. Why not? Because you ought to know by now that a hagen never looks a gift horse in the month. Well, it'd be a downright insult to you. Anyhow, I've done made one mistake this week. I ain't fixing to make another one. I've been to Westwood. Did not see any robots resembling your old printer. Wait, maybe that's Westworld. We have you on We will soon be landing at the ultimate resort, where you can live out your every fantasy. Each resort is maintained by reliable computer technology and people by lifelike robot men and women. Desire ends in satisfaction and all in a controlled environment. This place. There's a lot to do here. The guns they give you are real guns? This place is really fun. It's the last day in the resort. Let's get a little bit of happiness, Mitchell. Fellas new in town? Maybe. Responding. Should we cut the main power grid, sir? It'll kill the light. Shut it all down. Shut it all down. Shut down. Shut down immediately. We have no control of the robots at all. Raw. Oh, my God.
machines have gone crazy. There's one chasing me now. What can I do? There's nothing you can do. was excellent and reasonably priced. Please note they're not fully functional yet, but they will be soon. The restaurant's up and running, so come on in, partner. Saddle up the kids, your mother-in-law, your best friend, your paper boy who looks like Billy the Kid. But come on down to Westwood. Just turn on the road by Gillard's Hardware and just come on down the road otherwise known as the Chisholm Trail. Listen to my tale, tell you about troubles on the old Chisholm Trail. Come a Started up the trail October 23rd. Started up the trail with the two you heard. Come a Come a a horse and a forty dollar saddle. Going to punch in Texas cattle. Come a Chisholm Trail, ribbon on a heifer and a bull with a tail. Come a tie, I yip, come a tie, I yip, come Stray in the herd, the boss said, kill it. Hit him in the rock with the handle of a skillet. Come a tie, I yip, come a tie, come a tie, Last time I saw him, he was going across a level, kicking up his heels and a running like a devil. Come a tie, summer in one felt swoop. Honestly, we might have had two nice days of summer, 
if you didn't blink. Someone named Lorraine, oh sweet Lorraine, no, different one I guess, sent a message asking if we had anything for a heat wave. Yes, a trip to Siberia. But I think she was talking about a song. So what better song than we're having a heat wave? that he would dearly love to hear Queen's We Are the Champions. And he poses a good question. Can you really in good faith play We Are the Champions without We Will Rock You? I think not. Buddy, you're an old man, poor man, pretty 
UFO watcher in Union County. That's probably because there's not much else to do in Union County. Just a joke. Anyway, this this listener wants us to play a song that proves the truth is out there. So we don't think you can go wrong with this 1958 hit from Shem Woolley. Flying 
Well, we hope you've enjoyed Wonder Mag on Air, show number 69. It's been a lot of fun bringing this to you. I want to thank uh, our guest this week, one more time, Travis Thompson from Grayville. Enjoyed doing that interview with him. Wish him lots of luck. Uh, I think he has a bright future ahead of him. Also want to say, uh, we're going to get back with the people from Westwood. Almost said Westworld. Westwood Recreational Center, right outside of Grayville. It's going to be a big, big thing once it gets going. Hope you can all get out there and enjoy it. Uh, I don't know what else to say except, you know, we're going to keep bringing these shows to you, hopefully, for a long time to come. Be doing some RT60s, Music and Memories. Be doing some old radio plays. Actually, new scripts written in the style of the old shows. Ones like the Jeffersons, starring Dale Friend and Bruce Smith as Clyde and P. Jefferson. Two professionals, if there ever were professionals in this business. I'm certainly no professional. I'm just here for fun. I'm here to bring this show to you. I've been doing it for a long time now. I want to keep doing it. I love it. I love all of you. I'm going to close out with a song by Mac Wiseman. Can I sleep in your barn tonight, mister? Well, if you're not an ex-convict or a convict on the run, I guess you can. It's so cold lying out on the ground The cold north wind is a-whistling And I have no place to lie down I have no tobacco or matches And I'm sure I will do you no harm I will tell you my story, kind mister Cuts in my heart like a thorn. It was three years ago this past summer. I'll never forget that sad day when a stranger came out from the city and said that he wanted to stay. Were enough 
to drive a poor man wild.